2: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. It's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube. As we speak, post-up 5R is going on. That's after every game, before floor, an hour before every game. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because we've got a ton of streams on a ton of Miami sports going on all day long. Also, also... Check out FiveReasonsSports.com. No paywall, unlike the newspapers. You get Brady Hawk's latest takeaways and all the latest stuff on the Dolphins and the NFL Draft. It's all there at FiveReasonsSports.com. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. So many of our sponsors are local. We appreciate them. Support our sponsors as they support us because that keeps us going. It's all pro-construction builders. If you're a South Florida resident, you know... No matter what month it is, hurricane season is around the corner. You got to protect your home or your business, your family. Make sure to contact All Pro Construction Builders. They specialize in impact windows and doors. They just put some of this stuff up on their Instagram page. You got to check it out. They do a great job. They do it for residential and commercial properties. All Pro Construction Builders is a state certified, licensed, and insured general contractor. They service Miami Dade and Monroe counties. But they reminded me today they just got some business from us from Broward. So they service Broward also. They also use just locally. Made products, American made, they're family owned and operated. So reach out to Danny at 305-484-4429. 305-484-4429. Or check out the Instagram page. You can find about how to reach them that it's all pro construction builders. Mention Five Reasons Sports. You'll not only get a free estimate, you'll also get 10% off. And now, tonight's episode. Yay.
0: Five on the floor, ride for my dogs well, here's the thing, you can check the score, hustle hard, couple scars wearing bubble frogs, just like Buckley said, you in trouble y'all kept the floor playing, got a all bang, y'all seen the block stop in one hand, impact we trust, it's have the guts we here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up
3: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
2: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. We've got a full house tonight. We've got the entire crew, the four of us. You can also follow on our new premium service. Um, you can check that out through the through my Twitter page over at Five Reason Sports and find out about off the floor. We've got a bunch, we've got we up to 40 subscriptions over there already, and we're providing exclusive content. I've got Alex Toledo, you can follow him at Tropical Blanket, Brady Hawk. You can follow at Brady Hawk305, Greg Sylvander, who looks like death right now, but it's his flu game. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. The Miami Heat win tonight. They rebound from a one-point loss. Against the Milwaukee Bucks, they beat the Brooklyn Nets after a slow start in the return of Kevin Durant. They do it tonight without Jimmy Butler, without Kyle Lowry, without P.J. Tucker. So without three starters, they do it because the two players who are going to lead them into the future. I think that's our consensus, unless there's some kind of a trade, but we don't think so. They close this thing. They made the plays that needed to be made when it was getting away. Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Um, I'm going to start here with you, Brady, and because because for this reason, because I think we've talked a lot about the different places you can go at the end of games. And tonight, Kyle Lowry was not an option. Jimmy Butler was not an option. OK, Tyler Hero made a play, drew two, got the ball to BAM, BAM attacked and basically finished, what did you like about the end of the game? And then we'll get to some of the stuff that we didn't like so much.
1: Yeah, there were moments late where it felt like they were retracting the things that we just talked about yesterday because it almost looked uh, like a copy-and-pasted version. They had a 12-point lead. It came back down. It's late-game offense again. What are they going to run? Uh, Bam came back in because he had that, that foul to play with. Uh, and I kept saying to myself, like, just go to Bam. Uh, and they did, but the thing was, they kept running those post splits where Struce is cutting, Hero's cutting. And it's kind of like they were kind of getting in the way where it's like, clear out and let Bam go to work. Uh, that next play, they ended up getting to Tyler, as you mentioned. Bam ended up getting the mismatch. I feel like they were trying to get away from it because KD was guarding him at the length. Uh, they got KD off of him. They got two down there, and he f- had that tough finish over Guan. Like, that's what you want to see. Like, this isn't what you want to see because you're without Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, as you just mentioned. This is what you want to see when Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry are on the floor. Um, this is just a perfect matchup for Bam. Like, there's a couple reasons. It's not just because it's the, that building and it's against the Nets. Like, uh, the way they guard the perimeter just allows him, to, like, pocket pass, just walking down the lane every other time. It just really fits him. Um, so just talking about late, Bam is a big element. But Tyler's also a big element because, as you mentioned, he was the pick and roll ball handler a lot of times. Like I don't think the scoring popped late because of it, but he was making passes that only certain players make in this league, and I feel like that speaks volume that he was making. He had a couple of lobs late, uh, but just his decision making in those spots, like those decisions he was making the pick and roll late to get to the ball to Bam, were decisions he just wasn't making last season.
2: Not even last night. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what Fair. I want to get to. I mean, eight eight assists and one turnover. But Alex, that that's what sticks out to me. And that's why I think this is a game we're going to remember that there are certain games over the past three years that we've remembered as kind of turning point games. I think we can look at what happened against Milwaukee as a turning point game in the sense of how things fall apart late, but to be able to have to go through it the next night and without Jimmy and for Tyler to have to be the one making so many of those decisions to me, the significance of this is again, these are, two of your standard bearers going into the future, they have to be able to click together when it counts. I, I, I just feel this was a really meaningful game, particularly with the way the two of them closed it.
3: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think, honestly, it was almost a continuation from what they showed last night versus the Bucks. And the difference is, like you mentioned there, was the, the decision-making from Tyler, right? Like, and, and you guys said it. I was right about to say it when, when Leif said it here in our chat eight assists, one turnover. Like, sometimes the numbers are the numbers. That compared to, what was it last night, five assists, five turnovers? Like, that that tells you the story right there. Even though he went eight of 19, obviously he was going to have to take a lot more shots tonight. You, you're fine with it. He got a lot of good shots. He wasn't forcing a lot of uh, really tough ones or anything like that and got going as a playmaker there. I've always felt really, really uh, good about the tyler Bam connection, the fact that you can run, pick, and roll through them. But it's less about that and more about, empowering both of them individually, whether it's with each other in the same play or not. And I just couldn't agree with everything Brady was saying. Like, it was just like, bam, when you have Drummond on him, if you have LaMarcus Aldridge on him, <laughs> go at them every time, stop Ooh. waiting on the damn cuts and go at them. Like there was a couple possessions there towards the end of the game where I'm like, is this really going to be a do-over from last night? Because he was passing it to Gabe and just kind of hoping Gabe would bail him out. And I think it happened on two possessions in a row there. And I I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, I understand KD is not a bad defender. Bam has struggled with that type of length before. But, like, you can't just wait on Gabe the whole time, man. Like, you got to go at KD, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, because he is bothered by length, and it's not like you could just post him up. But Bam and Tyler, like, both of them looked awesome tonight. Even with Tyler going 8 of 19, like I said, he did everything you wanted him to. And I think both of them, before those last couple of turnovers last night had really good fourth quarters against the Bucks. So I just hope that they keep going to them too a little bit more in the fourth and not having to just uh, hope for Jimmy to do stuff. Like I think that the last two games should push Bow in that direction.
0: The, the Nets broadcast, um, it made me flinch because they said, well, the heat was up four with 16 seconds left yesterday and things went awry. And you saw how that ended. I think what we're seeing is um, in a weird way, that teams are ultimately going to say, "All right, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero beat us." And to me, I honestly think that that's to the Heat's advantage. I think that they um, that teams are going to hone in on what Jimmy wants to do. He's the primary facilitator in so many ways, and he's the the big name. But ultimately, the the way that teams are guarding Bam, it's almost ridiculous to think how he's left open at times, how he's left to move around in space at times. It's just bizarre. Um, So if that's really what's going to happen and then obviously Tyler is just taking his game to another level, um, I, I think it bodes well for the Heat. If it ends up being Bam and Tyler that need to carry that load, it's just figuring out the balance of how having Jimmy and Kyle on the court with those guys and everybody being maximized, how that, you know, works itself out.
2: Well, later on, we're going to talk specifically about this matchup because I do think there's a good chance that Heat are going to see the nets in the first round in some combination, whether it's a one eight or a two seven. And I do want to get into how Kyrie and Simmons potentially could change that equation. Cause the nets are, the nets have a lot of interesting guards, uh, but none of them are really playable in certain situations. Like, I mean, you're always afraid of the Patty Mills explosion against the Heat, and it happened. I thought Goran was rusty tonight. Like, I mean, he started fast and then kind of fell off a cliff as the game went on. Uh, Bruce Brown's a nice player. I mean, they, they have some, they have material there, but everybody's exploitable, and particularly their interior players are exploitable. I, I don't care what the reputations are for Drummond and Aldridge. They're food to bam uh, at this stage of, of their respective careers. I mean, Aldridge can't move his feet. Drummond, that one throw away from Drummond. I, I mean, he, he's not a starting caliber center uh, player at this stage. And we'll talk more about that later. But I, I think what you got to, Greg, is important because I think Spolster does see the formula now. And I think this was important that Jimmy missed this game. And we kind of hinted at this on before floor a little bit tonight. The reins needed to be turned over to somebody else for a night. And now it needs to be, OK, how do you reintegrate Jimmy and Kyle into this. And here's where Jimmy and Kyle come in. They need to be the ones to settle it. Okay. Because that's the thing that Gabe and, and as as well as max played tonight and we'll talk about it, they can't do that. Kyle and Jimmy can do that, but Jimmy has to accept that that's the role. Okay. That that's the role that he's a relief option down there that they can hunt a mismatch for him or on a cut, or maybe he can get to the line. But this idea of Jimmy out, okay, is not a way to close games when you have two guys that you can see are capable of closing it and seem to have the intelligence now, the two of them, the experience to be able to do that. I, I think this is an instructive game. I hope for the sake of the heat that Spolster, but also Butler watched this tonight and, and took something from it. Because I I, I- this is where this is the direction we've said all year, this team needs to go. It doesn't mean Jimmy's not valuable. It doesn't mean in a lot of ways he's still not their most important player, but that end of the game stretch where they get away from everything that they do for the entire game, because they decide to play ISO ball with Jimmy, or he does. It, we've seen, it doesn't work. It doesn't work on a consistent basis. They need to get away from it. All right. When we come back, I want to get into a, a couple of, uh, of the other stars tonight. I thought Eric Spolster was one of them, by the way. Uh, And we'll get to a couple of the others. Uh particularly the guy he inserted in the starting lineup in the second half. And I almost think he did that. And I think that was planned. I I have a hunch on this one. All right. But before we do want to tell you about another great sponsor, the five reasons sports network. We talk about this one all the time here uh, on, on the network and it's therapist preferred use the code five RSN code five RSN. You get 25% all of off all of your premium CBD. That's 25% off the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies, whether it's uh, the strawberry lemonade, the green apple, 25% 25% off. Uh, they'll get it to you within a week. Okay, it's great stuff. It helps you sleep. It helps you recover. And you're not going to fail a drug test with it. People ask me that all the time. It's CBD. It's not. It's not the other stuff. Okay, so don't worry about it. Therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five uh, RSN and use that same code for It's actually called Silice comes in these little packets, and it replaces your electrolytes. So if you're a distance runner, uh, if you're a tennis player, this stuff is perfect for you. It'll help you keep you going longer. Go to GetSelise.com, use the code 5RSN, and you'll get 10% off, and you won't have to pound as much Gatorade because this will repl- replenish your electrolytes in a healthy way. So TherapistPrefer.com, GetSelise.com, and use the code for both, 5RSN. All right. Uh, Eric Smolshire decided to do the two big thing tonight. He he came out with Yurtsevin and Bam. And it looked to me, and I'll have you guys challenge me on this, that this was done in large part to keep Bam from getting into early foul trouble. And in that sense, it paid off because he had five fouls, but none in the first half. So he was able to play through the first half, but Yurt really didn't accomplish anything, which it was not particularly surprising in this matchup. And so I, I don't necessarily think, I, I don't know if anybody will ask Eric about it tonight. I don't think he'd be honest about it. I, I bet he always had it in his back pocket to go to Caleb Martin as a starter in the second half. I, I, I think that was intentional. I don't think it was just because of game flow. I just think that's the right player to play tonight. And I think he just played Yurt basically to keep bam out of foul trip. Does anybody disagree with me about that? No, I mean, not, not at all. I,
0: don't know. I I think you're on to something, but I also think that there's an element of it where he wanted to try it and see if they got off to a good start with it. And then he could essentially stick with it. Um, so I don't, I guess where I'm going is that if they had played better to start the game, I don't necessarily know had he shifted at halftime, but I think that you think that they likely were going to make that shift no matter what at halftime. Is that kind of where you're leaning? Yeah. I, mean, I can I think see the reasons why. It in
2: it- he he puts it in his back pocket. We we know that. Um, but I think it would have had to have gone really well in the first
0: half,
2: <laughs> which it, which it didn't. Uh, it it went better when you got away from the two bigs. I, I guess I'll ask Alex and Brady this question here. I mean, we've talked about the two big situation, and if PJ Tucker's starting, you don't even have to worry about it.
3: Where do you guys stand on it? I mean. Look, if you're going to do it, and I've said this over and over, and I'm just, I'm not trying to be hard on you. If you're going to do it, go with Deadman. Like, I just think, and when me and Brady were talking about this right before the show began, like, I just think you're was put in a bad spot tonight, and I'm not trying to, you know, talk down on Spoke. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day?
2: Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. To get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, h e l p.com slash Miami Heat.
3: Or anything like that. I just completely disagreed with the decision to start him. And it had less to do with the big, the two big stuff and and more to do with Yurt specifically versus, uh, you know, Kevin Durant. (laughs) And they, they had two other shooters out there with Goron and Seth Curry, Seth Curry being an elite shooter like i just think it was in a, he was in a position where he was going to get abused from the start after not having played much uh the past couple of weeks like guys who could easily uh find open looks for him brady was talking about it pre-show how he was just kind of uh you know getting o- overplaying on the handoff getting dusted up by there i noticed how he, instead of trying to look for cutters he would always try to look for the handoff receiver and would kind of had tunnel vision just with that guy and that's you know, that's that the, the point of the handoff is not only to get it to the guy. It's to get it to whoever's open. Like if the receiver isn't there, three point line, getting an opening, find the cutters, at least look for the cutters. And, and it was little things like that, that I'm sure had to do with him, not playing and getting consistent minutes in a while. But I just think Yurt was not, was not put in a good position from the start. I would have liked to see him just getting, coming off the bench and maybe playing when Durant wasn't on the floor. He, he, ended, he only ended up with six minutes tonight for a reason. Like, uh, I think he's a decent player, but he's not ready to be a starter yet, not even plug and play. Like I think, and I I said this on our off-the-floor window content, I think Haywood Highsmith was giving you better minutes tonight. He finished at 14, so I think Spo agrees with me too.
2: Brady, are we going to get away from it completely?
1: I will say that I thought Yurtzun, I said before the game that I thought he should start, and the reason was because you can't run Deadman and Yurtzun together. Like, I would understand more in Alex's direction if they want to go the deadman route with Bam. I could see that more often. But it was just that they had such limited bench guys that they kind of had to start your in many ways. Uh, But when you're starting your and Bam and you have no creation, like you're starting two shooters with two bigs, like that's where I kind of lean away from your point, Ethan. Like, maybe you could push back a little bit that I think it looks so bad Mm. (laughs) that I don't know if it was planned. Like, that was like a moment where you saw what happened where. Every offensive possession was handoff, handoff, handoff against a team that guards the handoff. Well, Brady, so would you
2: would you have been be- would you have felt better if he had started Tyler ahead of Struess then? If you're gonna do if you're gonna go with the two bit, I mean that lineup's completely unconventional. But the- but if-, if at least you would have had some creation, right? E-
1: even Caleb, honestly, like I feel like yeah. Caleb can at least give you something more off the attack than Struess or Duncan can. Like if you're gonna do it, that just felt like uh, a hole there. But it was also in the second half, like. They could not fall behind again. They couldn't take that chance again, even if it was rolling, to your point, because Caleb was just giving such great minutes that they had to, but I just don't think we see it much more often unless there's a game like we have to put in perspective. They're without three starters tonight. Like they mm-hmm. had to just do whatever on the fly. Uh that I don't think it it's looked at in the in the future. I know people were looking, you know, Bam and Yurt's been started together. Bam played really well. Uh I don't think Bam did anything when he was on the floor. Like it just crowds things for him that when he, when you saw those four out type of lineups, that's when Bam can excel.
2: Bam and shooters. We talked about it before the game. That, that was the direction they needed to go. All right. I, I want to get to um, the unsung heroes tonight before we do one more sponsor CPT of South Florida. They've been providing small, and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud hosts and phone systems and managed it. If you own a smaller medium business, you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs. Give TJ a call right now. He's been helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. He can do the same for you with a cloud phone system. You can work from anywhere on any device. It's cpt-florida.com, cpt-florida.com, 954-966-2766, 966 2766. Again, the website is cpt-florida.com. They still got this promotion going 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. Just mentioned five reasons. Again, check it out. cpt-florida.com. We've talked about Caleb Martin a little. He cannot come out of the playoff rotation. I'm I'm sorry. I I just, all right. He raises the level of everybody he plays with, but also he has had his biggest games against what are considered quality Eastern Conference teams: Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Look at it. Chicago. He has played well against those teams. He plays hurt. He comes back when he's out, and it just looks like his teammates get a jolt from him. I know the whole Red Bull thing and all that, which Eric Reed's not allowed to say on the air because promotion and all the rest of that. And but look, it's true. I mean, they like play even. You know, one thing I'd always do is I check the Instagram pages of the players after the games. Whenever Caleb makes a play, they all feature it. It's just like they they just this guy gives them life or wings or whatever you want to say. Uh, and I just don't think he can come out of playoff rotation. But also I want to get to two other players. Max, you could see it happening in at late in the Chicago game where he got some reps and he seemed to get some rhythm because Brady and I were talking at that game that like, it had been about a month since he looked comfortable and now he looks comfortable again. I thought defensively he's played much better over the past couple of games, but also I want to mention Duncan because I know he didn't shoot the ball well tonight, but seven assists for Duncan Robinson. And a lot of those were, he reacted correctly to the overplay consistently tonight. Um, all They don't win those, they, this game without at least two of those three guys playing well, and all three of them did.
1: Yeah, I think the first thing to say is you mentioned Caleb being a lock for the rotation. I believe that to be true. But it's specifically against this Brooklyn team, like he is playing against this team. And there's a couple of reasons. The main one is that Cameron Thomas, Cam Thomas can go off on you. Like he has that type of potential to score the basketball. Patty Mills, as we saw, can hit you. Those two being the backup, you know, bench guys, backcourt guys, Caleb Martin be able to put on those two guys is pretty ideal to enter with Tyler Hero. Like that feels ideal uh, from that sense. Uh, Max Schuster tonight, I think, was big, but tying the two together, there was a play specifically when Duncan drove late. He drew like two or three people in. He threw a cross court skip pass to Max in the corner. He hit that three. Like that stuff is pretty insane to me. Like to talk about Duncan Robinson on a night where he has zero points, like who would have thought we'd be saying that Duncan Robinson was impactful on a night. He had zero points. Uh, but there was even plays where he was making passes. The guys were making the shots and you're like, man, that was a nice pass. Like he could have had double digit assists. That's how much he was. He was kind of passing this thing around. Uh, but just specifically, I think the player of the game is Caleb. Like, I feel like just kind of bouncing around here uh, saying before this game, he was questionable with a soreness. He ends up playing the most minutes on the team at 37, eight of 11 from the field. Uh, like there, it, we, you mentioned, like he steps up in big games, but he also steps up in big moments. Like you remember when we think about the best plays of the season, most people think about that dunk in Milwaukee. I think a play from tonight that sticks out is the, late in the shot clock. He just pulled up on an isolation three out of nowhere. Like he steps up in these moments uh, that it's just hard to look him off when talking about a playoff rotation.
2: It's going to be hard to look him off when Victor Oladipo comes back on Monday. And, you know, now that's been reported everywhere. Our Greg Sylvander had it first. Let's just be clear on that. Uh, Woj and Shams have come in after the fact, but uh Monday against Houston. I, I just, I can't see him coming out of the rotation guys. Like I, I don't, I mean, he's not a situational player
3: anymore. He's their backup four. he's not no. coming out.
0: It's going to be fascinating to see how Spolster does this. Like this is the deepest like he has the most ammunition and can go in so many different directions. Uh, you mentioned Duncan Robinson. I do want to say he I, I took him over two and a half threes made on prize picks. Use the code five to double your initial deposit. He did not cash in that for me. So that was he unfortunate cashed in for
2: me the day before, though. I will say that.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like yeah, it's an everyday it, every other day thing with him. Um, but I think it's going to be super interesting to see how they deploy depot. Because not only is Caleb playing so good, but like Gabe, even in games where he's not scoring well, I mean, I know that there's been some hiccups here or there, but he's still playing well enough to where I don't know that you could just shelve him all of a sudden. So I think that it's going to be one of the more fascinating things to watch Spolstra integrate Oladipo and really find the moments when your team needs that jolt or like just how to balance, you know, when to insert him into the mix.
2: Yeah. And Alex, uh, Duncan, I, I, you've talked about his value a lot, you know, a, a, but th- this was something we talked about at the beginning of the year, how he would react to the overplay. I, I thought I thought it was as good as he's been with it, honestly, um, even even without getting the threes tonight.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm with you right away. And, and honestly, like obvi- this is a game where you're you're of course, you're missing a ton of players. Like Brady said, three starters, two of your best players. Duncan was going to play a lot, but on a night where he shot, 0 of three, he played 31 minutes. And that's not something that's come, you know, that's come consistently for Duncan. And, you know, I think it's a good game for him, man. I think it's a great game. Like I agree that it's his best passing game. And I think he's gotten better and better with this stuff over the past couple of seasons. And tonight he just really had it going. Like you could tell he was looking to make those passes because he was expecting the overplays. And he was kind of like getting enthusiastic with wanting to make a play with the ball. And I, I, Absolutely love that because not that it's there every time, but it's really just a really reacting with Duncan because the three threes he did take were the right ones and he could have made any one of them But because it was any time that you would have the big dropping back, he would take it and any time that they would send the second guy, he was making that pass and the speed that, that which he does it at is just what's gotten better like he just does it with so much like he does it as it's this play that they've been running for three years and he knows exactly what the reactions are exactly what the right read is to make and now he's gotten to this level where he's firing darts into the paint with no hesitation and getting it in there like that the cross the the cross corner skip pass that Brady mentioned earlier that one was beautiful too I just love what Duncan is doing and like it's just one of those games He, he he plays like this and he show and it shows you like he's really making things easier on everybody else. And then you have like, even with Max playing as well as he did, Caleb playing as well, as well as they did both of those guys hitting threes for you, Duncan was still uh, looking good out there. I just, you know, their death is It's hard to overplay because I think we talk about uh, Gabe and Caleb, like you cannot take them out of the rotation. And I think we're all still kind of there. So who comes out then? Is it Max? Like when the team was healthy Max is not even getting that many minutes, like just not that long ago. So I I'm, i am interested to see how they manage Depot there. But be, between like Caleb, Gabe, and even Max with like the game he had tonight, it's really hard to do it. I, I just think it's probably going to be Max if I had to guess.
2: Well, we're going to talk about all that in, in more depth probably on Sunday as we get ready for Depot's return. And of course, uh, the Heat play, the Sixers on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to give the victory cigar. I think Brady hit it tonight from City Cigar Lounge. I think we give it to, uh, to Caleb Martin, just because he was a difference, inserting him in the starting lineup in the second half. The reality is, uh, you know, Bam and Hero, again, that is, I think, what we're going to remember from this game, but that's what we're expecting them to become. You know, Caleb Martin was not expected to do this this year and to give them this kind of impact in these kind of games. Of course, check out City Cigar Lounge down the street from FTX Arena, more than 350 different types of premium liquor, more than 50 different types of cigars clean, comfortable environment. It's a great place to watch a game. They got TVs everywhere. So check them out city cigar lounge. And again, Caleb Martin gets our victory cigar tonight. Closing here. You each got 24 seconds. I'm counting it down. Okay. Simmons and Kyrie back for the playoffs. Let's just assume. All right. With what you saw tonight from the nets, how many games did they take off the heat in the seven game series? Brady.
1: I'll say heat and six right now. Uh, but I will say that when I watched this game, Bam Adebayo is obviously the factor against the Nets. But Jimmy Butler would be huge against his team. Like that would be the matchup. He can create mismatches on s- smaller guys that we saw. This is a team that relies on perimeter defense. He can get to the basket. We saw the free throw. They t- tied a first half season high of free throw attempts. Jimmy, you know what he's going to do there. Like this is a matchup where Jimmy Butler can take over. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you – I know people were saying Ben Simmons – uh, can, can guard him. Like, let's not do that. Like Jimmy Butler played roughly in the last one, but Jimmy Butler can dissect this type of team. I think, uh, six is the number I'd go. Are,
0: are, are we talking about Ben Simmons? The, uh, the guy who had dirty pants all over the floor against Atlanta, that guy heating five. I mean, I think the more relevant question, I want to, I want to shift this to Ethan quickly before we go to Alex. Um, Duncan Robinson's at 712 threes. The franchise record is 806 by Tim Hardaway. He's 95 away from breaking it. Will Duncan Robinson hit 95 more threes in a Miami Heat uniform? Yes or no? Oh boy! Uh,
2: I mean, there's there's 18 games left in this season. He's not getting it this year. So you're you're asking me basically Mm -hmm. if he's going to be here next
0: season. You just think about it. And now, Alex, go. Alex, you got 24
3: seconds. Uh heat and six. I think like the Nets would be a really cool, really fun matchup. And the Simmons thing, like if the Nets were to dedicate to themselves to playing small and not playing a big with Simmons, like they could actually give the Heat some trouble there. I, I agree with Brady. Every- everything you said there as far as the matchups, like Bam, we've already seen how good he is against the Nets time after time. Doesn't matter what the situation is. And with Jimmy, like like Brady said, when you when it comes to like Goron, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, that's a lot of guys right there. Kyrie Irving. Who, who who we can try to get the uh, switched on to him, but I, I could see it being a tough series because of the because of the size that Simmons and KD provide, and, and the Heat having tough with switching teams. I just don't think I don't think they have enough, man. Like I, I think the Harden thing was was their their high ceiling move, and now it's going to be on KD and Kyrie to carry uh, versus a Heat team that's going to have help and elite defenders sent at them every single time. I don't think that they're going to be able to do it. I think Simmons is going to be wide open a lot. KD and Kyrie are going to take a lot of tough shots. Keaton six.
2: I appreciate Alex going over the time limit because that made me more time to think. Uh, I'm gonna say he does it, Greg, because I think if he's traded, he's traded before the deadline next year. Everybody have a good night. Uh check out our sponsors, all pro construction builders, get dot the therapistpreferred.com, cpt dash florida dot com, city cigar lounge. We back uh Sixers game, Saturday night. Alex and I will be there. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Fire Regional Sports Network.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, Tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything
2: just makes sense.
0: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.